I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life Changing Wellness, episode number 88. Today, we talk about treatment or transformation, 13 real stories, why you can't argue with a changed life on this life changing episode. This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life Changing Wellness. Life Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. Well, welcome everyone to the program. Before we before we begin, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guest today. Rate and review the show for me. And I thank you ahead of time for making our show great. And I encourage you to look up my show page right here on RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. Today, my guest is Nancy Alcorn, founder of Mercy Multiplied, which is a residential counseling program helping women ages 13 to 32 break free from life-controlling issues and situations, including anxiety and depression, sexual abuse, eating disorders, self-harm, addictions, unplanned pregnancy, and sex trafficking. The residential program is voluntary, biblically based, and completely free of charge. And in addition to Nancy being founder and president of Mercy Multiplied, she is also an international speaker and author of multiple books, including her latest release, Treatment or Transformation, 13 Real Stories, Why You Can't Argue with a Changed Life, which we are here today to discuss, knowing it will change your life. And let's welcome my friend and honored guest, Nancy Alcorn. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Ward. So great to be with you. Love your show. Love you. Love what you stand for. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a while since I've uh, interviewed you. I know that I had interviewed you for my television program a few years back, but I'm excited to hear about your new book, Treatment or Transformation. What was the inspiration behind this book? Well, it's probably been about two and a half years ago. Um, I got a call from a friend of mine in Florida who works with uh, uh, young women, and she just said, have you watched the Netflix series, 13 Reasons Why? And I said, no. And she said, well, you need to watch it, because she said, all of my kids are watching it. I guarantee you that all the girls that are walking through the doors of mercy uh, have already seen it, and it's basically a mer- it's what the mercy girls have already been through whether they've watched it or not it's it's their life you know so i watched the series and it was a controversial series to some degree because a lot of people felt like it glorified suicide but um I d- i'm not promoting that people watch it especially people with young daughters but for me it was so brilliant for me to be able to watch it because Brilliant in the sense that it made me realize, even more than I already do, how everything's changed in our society, particularly with teenagers, with the Internet, with cell phones, with social media, with how quickly things can, pictures can be taken and spread throughout the entire school, the bullying that goes on. But anyhow, this, this young girl in 13 Reasons Why, she actually, as a high school uh, girl, committed suicide. And it's a very dark kind of thing, but it's the reality of what's going on in the world. Uh, you know, girls getting drugged and raped, gang raped at parties and and pictures being made and text everybody in the school. And she just went through so much. And in the end, she took her life and she left behind 13 recordings to be 
listened to by 13 people that she uh, basically blamed for her decision to take her own life. And when and it, it, it actually made me angry to some degree when I'm angry that these things are happening, but also angry that it was left without any hope. And I just in praying about this new book, I felt like the Lord showed me that I want you to answer that series by writing a book about and and share 13 real stories of young women who had multiple suicide attempts and lots of things similar to what this happened to this girl, but they had a very different outcome because they chose to reach out for help. Well, you know that is something that uh, I've been I've been noticing, and I'm and to see a a series like that to be so dark and and in a way I agree with you to be angry at the end that you know so many young people who are most likely watching that series and how impressionable television media can become to the young people that glorifying suicide in a way and saying that this is going to take away all of your problems when you and I know you and I uh, stand on the same rock that you know that for us Christ is the answer and Christ brings freedom to everyone uh, if they will just go that route and have people like you show them that type of direction. But isn't it right. uh, disturbing to see this current suicide rate increase so rapidly in today's society? And and I know that you've and you've just said it. You know you've talked to thousands of of young girls and young women who have even they they've probably all thought that suicide was the total answer but because of mercy multiplied they found out there that there was another way to freedom right you know we're we're first of all very quick to tell the girls and we have so many stories to back it up from the, the 36 years we've been in existence, that there is no such thing as a life that is too hopeless for Christ to turn around and change. And we know Jeremiah 29, 11 says that, that God says, these are the plans I have for you. So to tell a young woman, these are the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, but to give you hope in a future. And that, and basically to help them understand that through Christ, you, whatever has happened to you, you can forgive whatever you choices you made. You can forgive yourself. God will forgive you. He's not mad at you. He's not angry. He just wants to take your life, heal and restore you, and basically let you experience everything Christ died to give you so that you can walk in freedom and so that you can discover that God has a plan and purpose for your life. Because we're finding out that a lot of these young kids, they just feel like they have no reason to live. They have no purpose. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, it's it's funny because... Uh, it's probably been five, probably going on six years since I interviewed you at Mercy Multiplied at the residential uh, home in Nashville. And we had a very deep conversation on how you founded Mercy Multiplied, uh, some of the situations that those girls had gone through and how they have found freedom uh, they went from being in a very dark place to now able to hold their head up high and, and have joy and to smile and to, well, and for some of them, you know, to fall in love again and and have families. Uh, and yes, even, and there's so many of them that, had, that, you know, that they because of their healing, they've been able to have a great marriage and children, and it's awesome. And so let me ask you this one. How did you come to choose 
the 13 real stories of these young women who reached out for help at Mercy Multiplied. Well, we have a great relationship with our graduates and former residents, and we have we call it our transitional care program, and we have an ambassadors program where girls who have been through the program go out and speak all over the United States to youth groups, to conferences. Some of them have started their own ministries. Some of them have PhDs where they've graduated from universities, and you know that that's something that I myself have not accomplished. So to cheer these girls on and see them achieve much greater things than me. It's just so awesome. So I got my uh, ambassador, the the staff that lead the ambassadors program and work with our girls that go out and speak and tell their stories uh, just to kind of shoot an email out to, there's a whole bunch of them, shoot an email out to them and tell them what we were getting ready to do with the book and see how many of them would be willing for their stories to be told. And there was a whole bunch of them. And at the end of the day, we narrowed it down to 13 and basically on purpose we chose a couple of, of stories of girls who grew up in Christian families because a lot of times people think, well, these things don't happen in Christian families, or if they do, what did you know? Parents are like, well, what did I do wrong? Well, maybe you did something right, and your kid is a target because of, uh, the enemy will target Christian kids to try to get them to compromise so that they don't fulfill God's purpose for their life. So, we uh, we have some very extreme stories in here, of, like sex trafficked girls who've been sex trafficked, multiple suicide attempts. Uh, you know, being sexually uh, taken advantage of as young as four and five years old. It's it, it's the extremes, it's in the middle, and it's also the kids that came out of Christian families so that so that there's a cross-section of representation of, of the young women we worked with over the years so that people can see. A lot of times girls think, well, my situation's not bad enough to take up a spot at mercy. Well, why, why let it get out of control? Why not go ahead and take care of it before it gets out of control? So, so we on purpose chose a cross section that we thought would be representative of of all of it and all the issues that we deal with: unplanned pregnancy, sex trafficking, sexual abuse, eating disorder, self harm, severe suicide attempts, people that have been labeled and told they'll never be able to change, they'll never be able to um, live a normal life, and and just all, all the lies of the enemy and how all those labels have been taken off them, and they know now know who they are in Christ and. Most of the young women that we um, highlighted, they've they've walked it out for at least five to ten years, so that we know that it's very stable. They're doing great things, that kind of thing. Well, yeah, well, um, that makes a whole lot of sense. Well, let me ask you this: Is there one of the thirteen stories that stands out to you that exemplifies the success of Mercy Multiplied? Well, probably. Um, one that stands out, honestly, there's several, but I'll, I'll just go with one. Um, there was a young girl uh, that we wrote about in the book named Franny, and uh, she actually went through the St. Louis program probably about six years ago. And at six years of age, her brother started uh, sexually abusing her, and she became, obviously, at six, you look up to your big brother. And all of a sudden, he went from being her protector to being her predator. And so then around, so that continued till she was 10. And at 10, other men started showing up at the house while her parent, while their parents were working. And her brother sold her to these men. So basically, she was being trafficked right out of her own home. And then eventually, her brother, uh, a few years later, like when 
around the age of 13, I think, made a deal with the local gang member that he would be, be, be the one that would be trafficking her, so basically sold her to a trafficking person, and he took charge after that. And so that was her early years, and I mean, all of a sudden, just like all this happening, that's all she had ever known growing up, so she felt like that was her life purpose, and her value was to be abused by men and be used by men, and so all that continued, and the pain was so great, and by the time she was 17, it turned into a life of severe drugs and self-harm and suicidal attempts, promiscuity, you know, she just felt like if this is all there is, I mean, who wouldn't if they'd been through that, then I don't want to live. And um, it it turns out that, that someone told her about Mercy, and as a last resort, she came in, and she was just so messed up and just um, hurting so badly. But God did a tremendous work in her life, and she came to realize that God, it was not the will of God that any of that stuff happened to her. You know, there's two plans uh, for our lives. Satan has one and God has one. And, and for her to understand John 10, 10, the thief comes to kill, steal, and to destroy. And she realized that's what's been happening to me. And Jesus said, but I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So she asked Jesus into her heart. She released the anger she felt toward God because she realized that he was not the one that caused all this. He was trying to redeem and heal and restore what had happened to her. And so it, and she asked, when Jesus came into her heart and she was filled with the Spirit, she just, I mean, just the joy and, and the excitement of her life, knowing that her past did not have to define or destroy her future. And she got so excited about life and she replaced the lies that she believed about herself with the truth. She forgave her brother. She forgave the people that hurt her. She got a real revelation about that. And Joyce Meyer in her ministries has a a dream center in L.A. And so, I, I mean, I'm sorry, in uh, St. Louis. And so after they, she graduated, they she went on staff there as an intern and then eventually worked there for like two years. And then after that, she she went moved to California and became a student at the Bethel School of Discipleship in Reading. And she graduated there about a year ago, and now she is um, working on staff at one of their sister churches to Bethel. And her dream, ultimately, is to start a safe house and shelter for children to come to to find refuge who have been through what she's been through. And she's found a, a, a creative gift where she's working with writing music, leading worship, uh, fashion, theater. She's discovered this whole side of her that she didn't know existed. So she's a great example of somebody who's been in the depths of darkness. And however, di- however dark the darkness is, the light is greater. Wow. That is that is a very powerful story. And I always kind of wonder, Nancy, you see thousands of these girls coming through the multi-multiplied homes. And and it see and it seems to me there must be a lot of dark stories. Um how do you your own self, how do you keep that light shining and keep the joy and not, well, in a way, not to become depressed over it? Because I know that you have such a strong heart for these girls. What keeps you going knowing that you've seen these girls go from the darkness into the light, knowing that there are more girls out there that are still in the dark and need help? 
Well, that that what you just said is part of what keeps me going, knowing that the that the you know the needs are greater now than they've ever been before. What you know, when a girl used to walk through the door with a drug addiction like 35 years ago, now it's like all of the above. She's she's got a drug addiction. She's been sexually abused. She maybe been trafficked. She's developed self harm, trying to cope with the pain. I mean, like it can be all, and an eating disorder. It can be all of that. We still deal with girls facing unplanned pregnancies. There's a lot of those, and that's being highlighted right now, obviously, through the movie Unplanned, which I'm so grateful for. But I just had a meeting last night, and we're going to ramp up our efforts to reach more and more of those young women, too, now that the truth is being really exposed like it never has before about what that really means. And so we, you know, it's it's the what keeps me going is knowing that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And every girl that he transformed uh, her life, and which have been thousands in the last 35 years, going on 36, uh, that he says that that he's no respecter of persons. That what he does for one, he does for all. So every time a girl walks through the door with this horrible, dark stories, I just know that it's only a matter of time till there's amazing transformation that's going to happen. And so that keeps me going, just continually seeing the results and continually seeing the multiplication that goes on in the lives of the girls who go on to do great things. Well, I want to know how you came up with the title Treatment or Transformation, because I know that there are so many treatment programs out there. And to be honest, some of them work, some of them don't. But you bring in a more powerful term, transformation. Why? Right. Well, um, I wrote, basically, I wrote in the introduction of the book, because I'm not saying that people do not need, sometimes we refer girls to treatment programs. For example, if a girl strung out on drugs, we're not a hospital. So if a girl strung out on drugs and she needs to detox, we'll recommend a treatment program for her to go to prior to entering Mercy so that she's through that detox stage. Likewise, if a girl has a severe eating disorder and she's at a medically unsafe weight, then then we would recommend a treatment program so that she could get to a medically safe weight. The one thing that that treatment programs do do not do, generally speaking, is get to the root of the issue and what's underneath. So they treat symptoms, they're good at labeling and medicating and and particularly young women that have had severe suicide attempts, they will medicate them so that they numb them to the pain so that they do not choose to take their life. And and that's a good thing. But there's a step beyond treatment called transformation. And that's what happens at Mercy. And that's all about what happens, you know, what what Jesus did on the cross to make available to us, that he will actually not just treat our symptoms, but he wants to get underneath the why behind the what to find what's underneath this issue. And, you know, treatment programs aren't allowed to talk about being born again and having the shame and guilt and condemnation lift, lifted off of you. They don't talk about forgiveness. They don't talk about freedom in Christ. So that's the step beyond for the girls that choose to like, okay, I don't want to live this way the rest of my life. There's got to be a better answer. And that's why we are so that that's one reason I wanted to write this book. That's one reason we highlight testimonies, video testimonies on our website. That's one reason why we love it when people like you come and actually interview and and put the stories out there because 
uh, we want those girls that are still out there to know that there is hope, there is freedom, and that God will do the same thing for them that he's done for other girls that have come before them. And, and for those girls who choose to reach out for help, it's the step beyond treatment is called transformation, and that only happens in Christ because he's the only one who can heal a broken heart and set, truly set a captive person free. Amen to that, Nancy. Amen to that. And let me ask you this, because I know that in the last five or six years, there has been this huge change, uh, to me, almost an explosion of social media being in front of us every moment of the day. How has that uh, caused y'all to maybe make changes at Mercy uh, with maybe girls coming in who, like you had said, maybe had been cyber bullied uh, because of social media, uh, maybe seeing things on social media that glorified sin in some way that they thought it was okay to do those things, and all of a sudden they get caught up in the darkness, and now they're coming to you for help. Yes, there, there are definitely uh, uh, things, websites, on the places on the Internet where, that promote uh, eating disorders that that actually promote cutting, uh, oh and all uh, you know, and obviously a lot of people connect online with predators, and there's all those things going on, and and what we've had to do, we meet with experts, and we're continually trying to streamline the way we do things, but but the experts who who understand this generation, you know, we we work with them to get them to advise us about, for for example, we've streamlined our intake process because of the attention span of of girls that are calling us today. So we've had to streamline the process and make it more simple and move move it along quicker because of, of certain things like that, attention spans and the things that happen. But when girls walk through the doors of mercy, that's the one thing that we do is they're not they do not have they do not have access to uh, their cell phones. You couldn't do that because you've got pimps and drug dealers and traffickers who, they, you know, in a weak moment, they'd be connecting. So the, for a girl who comes to us to choose to lay that down and tr- totally focus on getting her life together and her healing and her restoration um, and her transformation process, it's, it's a huge commitment. And that's how we know that this girl, you know, the girls that come to us are really serious because they choose to lay that down and like, okay, this is, I need to call time out on all that. And then while they're there, we help them understand the power of what you, of what you um, read, what you look at, and how that if you choose to cut those things out of your life that are the negative things and renew your mind to the word and replace the lies with the truth, that it's important that going forward that that's your focus and that you don't go backwards once you leave. Absolutely, and I know for a lot of people, walking away from social media, especially, uh, especially in this case, is like cutting the head of the snake off, and you have to walk away. It's not, you know, social media is not important to, uh, well, we treat it as an importance, but it really isn't. There are more things in life that uh, are more fulfilling than trying to get a bunch of likes and followers. Uh, but right. Nancy, tell all of my uh, listeners what is Mercy Multiplied, and where are your current homes located? Okay, we are a faith-based five hundred one c three Christian Christian residential facility. We have a forty-bed facility in Nashville, which you have visited. 
Yeah. Uh, same in Sacramento, St. Louis. Uh, our first home was in West Monroe, Louisiana. People used to go, where is that? And now they go, Duck Dynasty. <laughs> the Duck Dynasty folks live there. And they support us. They're great, by the way. That whole family's amazing. But anyhow, uh, so th- that's our current U.S. locations. And then we are in the process of building a new facility in the Panhandle of Florida, which will begin uh, soon. We had to put that off a little bit because of Hurricane Michael coming in, and but, but our property's close to where that happens, so we're giving those folks time to get their lives rebuilt, and then we're going to build a facility, maybe multiple facilities there, because we have 12 acres there. We, there, we have homes in uh, Canada. Uh, we have doubled our capacity in the UK and the United Kingdom. We are uh, have a home in New Zealand, and we are currently in um, possession of a debt-free uh, building, very large building, beautiful, where we will, we're training staff and we'll open a new home in Northern Ireland in 2020. Wow, that is absolutely amazing. It's so good to, to know that uh, your ministry continues to grow, but more importantly, it's just being out there in the the trenches. I mean, it's it's a battle. You know, we may look at it as a physical battle, but it's really a spiritual battle. And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you're ever looking for something to support, something that truly, I mean, changes people's lives, especially these young girls' lives, uh, Mercy Multiplied, uh, go to mercymultiplied.com. Uh, read what Nancy Alcorn and the and rest of the staff is doing over there. And at the same time, get on Amazon and buy her, buy her brand new book, Treatment or Transformation, uh, Why You Can't Argue, or I should say Treatment or Transformation, 13 Real Stories, Why You Can't Argue with a Changed Life. And Nancy, we've got about a, a couple of minutes. Is there something that uh, you'd like to say or what does the future hold for Nancy Alcorn and Mercy Multiplied? Well, we're just going to continue to do more of what we've done. We've also expanded into outreach where we put the same principles of freedom that that work inside the homes. We are now that's spreading like wildfire across Europe and in the United States and it's been translated into five different languages. And it's basically group study material. We're getting testimonies back from men that have been delivered from pornography and women who have had secrets about abortion and sexual abuse that they finally have a safe place where they can work through that so that's happening but I guess the biggest point I would make since you brought up support is we take the girls in absolutely free of charge we do not take any government funding or any other money that would restrict the freedom to share Christ and we as an organization uh, we believe our needs are met through our giving so we tithe as an organization to other ministries helping hurting people and so that's our three principles that we've stood on all these years but it takes because we're reaching more girls than we ever have before we actually need new supporters new monthly partners we have a, a, a uh, sponsorship that's our lowest level sponsorship for monthly partners called Team Mercy 360, thirty dollars a month, and the, those people are amazing. We can count on them every single month, and so um, then we have uh, different levels of support. But all that is available on our website, MercyMultiply.com. Oh, fantastic! And Nancy, it's been an absolute pleasure and an honor for me to to speak with you again and much success to you and mercy multiplied as well as your new book and hope to uh 
speak with you again. And the next time I'm in Nashville, hopefully I'll be able to stop by. I would love that. I'd love to see you. I appreciate you so much. Uh, you're very, very welcome, Nancy. Love you so much. And again, many blessings to you. And ladies and gentlemen, remember to catch every episode of Life Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or on my show page at RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. And if I can ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds and rate the show on iTunes. Thank you for doing that for me as we want to bring you the best show possible. Also, you can download my show on Spotify. Just look up Dr. Bond's Life-Changing Wellness, and you can learn more about me at drwardbond.com. Thank you for listening to Life-Changing Wellness. And remember, something spectacular happens when you treat your body right. Have a blessed day, everyone.